Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Live from New York, it's what promises to be one of the most confusing shows you've ever seen in sports television. It's First Things First. Today, <laughs> the quote from the Eagles, Hassan Reddick, that made Nick's head spin. He was upstairs saying, what? I don't get this. Oh, Meanwhile, I get, I get it. What is Micah Parsons saying about bruised tomato cans? And finally, <laughs> it's another installment of the iciest segment in all of sports. And highly rated. I've seen the ratings. It's doing well. You're welcome. Let's not talk about that. The people aren't here to hear about alleged success we've had. Sharing we're our success. To, I'm just here you. to do a show for the people, Wilds. Nick doesn't care, but I think he <laughs> Alongside Chris Broussard and Kevin Wilds, Nick. Bro, what's happened to this guy? I, I, He's obsessed with becoming Instagram famous, I our YouTube Ooh. followers and comments, and now he's well, talking he about segment by segment ratings. Hey, get the ball Before rolling. the show, he's talking about people he's cut out of his life that no, he can't associate with anymore. It was that dark. happened. It was dark. Am I right? That happened. That's true. Love. We start with <laughs> 10 and 1 underdogs. You know, if you grab the USA Today from your local Marriott, right next to the soggy eggs in the breakfast buffet, pop it open. Look at power rankings. Number one, Eagles. <laughs> Turns out they're also three-point underdogs at home. What's going on here? There's a disconnect. Here's Sirianni. <laughs> Good. We like being an underdog. Um, I think, uh, you know, the first thing I ever knew about this city uh, when I was a little kid was, was Rocky. That's all. I, that's, he's always the underdog. We like being the underdog. Um, you know, no one thought much of us going into the last season. And we we played the underdog role well, and and here we are, and look good. We we'd like to be the underdog again. Okay, I would have gone with the Declaration of Independence, but <laughs> sure. Uh, Brew are the Eagles being disrespected? Yes, they are. There's no other way to look at it. Thank you. I'm dead serious. I agree. They're, even if you think they're due, and I got to be honest, I, I think they're due for a loss at some point. I don't think they're going 16 and one. But they have earned the right right now at 10 and 1, best record in the league, to be favored every game, at least so far. Every home game, lose. yes. Well, they're undefeated at home. That's right. the other People thing. should believe that the Eagles will win the game. Yes. And they, thus they should be favored. Right. Okay. Well, Especially I, I don't on. know. You, bro. I don't know Wait. about No, hold on, hold on. Because, look, I picked them to get to – I picked them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Game. You believe but in them I'm more than anyone. Say, yes, but I am not saying they're going to go undefeated the rest of right, the season. Right, but what about undefeated I didn't in come week on 13. here and say they're going 20 and 0. Right, but what about I didn't week? come on here and get a tattoo on my forearm no, saying never a doubt that's the Eagles in 2024. Yeah, yeah, true. All right, so they're going to lose some games. What about this week? I think they're going to lose this week. Okay. I do. Okay, this is so No, hold on, hold on. Let me Really? Yeah. Well, you they did. they if they go fifteen and two or fourteen and three, and I pick them to win the Super Bowl, I'm abandoning them no, no, because I think they're about to is. lose. That's not what it is. Here's the thing, bro. What's the biggest indictment you have on why the Cowboys aren't going to go to the Super Bowl? Who who? I, they aren't as good as the Eagles I, okay, and the sure, Niners. How about but that? What's the evidence for the Niners thing? Because well, the Niners pounded it. I don't Niners, think they're going to the get beat, beat them. forty-two to ten. The no, it's not that the so, Niners beat them. It, it, it really isn't. It isn't that the Niners beat them. It's that it they is that they them. pounded. So here's them. the thing. Brew is correct on the first thing he said. I'm correct. On it is. Well. It is wildly disrespectful and unprecedented. In the Super Bowl era, mm-hmm. there has never been a team this late in the season, 10-1 and one or better, that has been a field – they are now a full field goal 
yeah, underdog at home. Strange. The only uh, – let me – the little asterisk there is it's actually happened twice, but those are teams that were resting in week 17. Okay. Guys, that – You said in that. the whole Super Bowl era? In the whole Super wow. Bowl era. There has never been a team that has been a full field goal dog at home that's 10-1 and one or better later in the year. So it is – what Vegas is telling us is that they clearly believe the healthy Niners are a cut above everyone. That may or may not be true, but that's what Vegas and the betting public is telling us. And what Chris Broussard is telling us is he wants to be able to wear his sunglasses – and his cocksure nature, no matter what happens on no, Monday. No. This is no, America. No, the, no. Thank you, Rick. Put the I camera mean, on me. I will be in that I position. I to talk to the audience. I will be in that Brew. position. But that, is, I, that, Brew, that thought has Brew, never crossed my mind Brew, until now. Listen, America, but it's a good one. I'm talking to you right now. And I, I have only once ever on this show, and it was by accident, questioned Brew's integrity. I didn't oh, yeah. even know I was doing it. It wasn't good either. But, and Brew instantly, <laughs> like, it changed yeah. person, slammed the table and said, do not question my integrity. I was like, oh, I didn't even mean to do that, but I'll make sure to never do it again. <laughs> Except for right now. <laughs> because I, Brew is doing the ultimate television hedge, which is heads I win, tails I win. If I pick the Niners and they win, I get to say, I'm not worried about the Eagles. I had the Niners the whole time. And if I pick the Niners and the Eagles win, I get to say, well, that was my Super Bowl pick all along. Oh, oh, you are setting yourself but, up for Monday to be able to be the big winner yeah. for America's Game of the Smart. Week no matter what. Very savvy. That is what's happening here. Look, we can all see it. That No, that may be true <laughs> that, okay. that I'm going to look good on Monday either way. <laughs> I, I am dead serious. Mm -hmm. That thought did not cross my oh, mind well. until you said it, Nick. Okay. I'm dead. Like, okay. I, I I just don't get why it's so strange. I, I don't, you don't think they, they're going 16-1? and one? No, no, no. Here's, here's why I think it, it's a little strange in this regard. Is that the Eagles... The Eagles are at home. We'll see about Lane Johnson's health, but let's assume he's able to play mm. seemingly well, at right. full strength. And then Fletcher in, Cox. In, you know, a game oh, no, that both teams have had circled all year. And so if the Niners were to go there in these circumstances and win, if I were someone that did have the Eagles as the Super Bowl team, it would make me quite nervous. Yeah. That, that an Eagles team that knows the Niners, and I know we're going to get to it, has been yapping that they were the better team last mm -hmm. year. An Eagles team that themselves have had, I don't want to say a wake-up call, because they haven't needed a wake-up call, but they have been flirting with disaster over the last oh, few weeks. I and think know they that could this use a wake-up well, Even but, though they, they admit after every game, oh, we didn't play well. A long well, we field goal well. should be a wake-up call. And, and they, yeah, 59, that's the but thing. But nothing is wakes you up like an L that's at good. home. The, I'm just saying, look, they, they are – I'm looking at it like Miami five weeks ago, Kansas City, Dallas, Buffalo – I mean, they're going to get through this gauntlet unscathed? The, I think that's – At I, some point, and I think it'll be the Niners, I, they're going to but, lose another And I game. guess here Probably. would be my – and then we can move on. Yeah. Here would be my concern if I were an Eagles fan. And unlike Wilds, I'm not a sports bigamist or polygamist, I should say, and have favorite teams all over the place. But I do, as I you said are. yesterday, I respect the franchise. I like a lot of their players. And of the teams in the NFC, I picked the Cowboys, but I, I find myself rooting for a lot of the Eagles guys individually. Right. Um, if I were an Eagles fan, I'd be very anxious if we were to lose this game because the very next week you have Dallas, who is sitting at three losses, and, and you're going to Dallas in a game that I believe you are going to be an underdog in. Okay. You're an underdog at home here. Especially I'm not if they sure. Lose, the, and then all of a sudden, what look? You win this game. You I don't want to say lock up the one seed, but damn close to it. You're still three games clear of Dallas because you have the tiebreaker. Even if you lose them, you're okay. You lose this game. All of a sudden, you, you could be tied with Dallas a week from now, and in a dogfight, forget the one seed, to stave Dallas off for the division. Mm -hmm. So I just think it's a wildly important spot for Philly. In a way, it really isn't for the Niners. Because you're convincing the, me the, my, my Eagles might the, prevail. Oh, well, let's we'll see. see. Unfortunately, see, now you're changing this. No, 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 no. You said it was I'm going, be going with the Niners. All right, here's All right. the reason why I think you're right. You know how I have these pithy sayings I've invented no. on the show? I, yeah, yeah, like baby goat and scoring, not boring. And stuff like that. Yeah, sure. 
<laughs> I, me and Josh came up with a new one. Uh huh. It's called that? Defense Wins Championship. Oh, yeah, so because I know you're like, no, it's a team wins a yeah. championship. But just it might catch on. Defense wins championship. Here's the comparison in the defensive ranks between San Francisco and Philadelphia. Wow. It's something. So if I'm San Francisco, I'm saying, all right, the top offense is in yards, just total yards. Dolphins, Lions, 49ers, Bills, Cowboys. They did a good job against the Dolphins. But the Cowboys averaged 377. They got 406. The Bills averaged 383. They got 505. So San Francisco averages 386. Brock Purdy. Well, I think what I think Vegas is saying is that I don't think they think – they don't think Philly's back in – can hold up against San Francisco's offense. No. I don't I wonder if San Francisco's back end without Hafanga can hold up against Philly's oh. passing attack. Because I do think Philly's gonna be able to block them in a way that a lot of the, the last couple of San Francisco opponents have not been able to, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna have time and you guys know I believe that if you that if you can block San Francisco, particularly without Ufanga back there, I think that is where they would be most vulnerable. Not vulnerable the way Philly is, but I think both More teams' so back ends before. can get caught up if they pass rush. Can get got. Yeah. yeah. Okay, trash talk time. Last year, Brock Purdy knocked out of the game. San Francisco was in disarray. Even had uh, Christian McCaffrey warming up at QB at one point. That yep. didn't work out. Yeah. Well, after the game, the 49ers basically said, hey, you know what? Wasn't fair. We lost our quarterback. So here are the actual quotes. Debo said, we lost because we played with 10 people. He said that in May. Uh, Brandon Ayuk said, we have hands down the best football team in the league. They got extremely lucky. Again, bad pass protection by design, unfortunately. And then uh, Robbie Gould, who's not on the team anymore. If you make Jalen Hurts play quarterback, you're going to have a pretty solid day on defense. That's over the top, and you're not on the team. Uh, But Hassan Reddick has heard enough. Take a listen. Talk is cheap. You know, they get to come back in the link. It was a lot of boo-hoos last year, a lot of crying, a lot of what if, a lot of this, a lot of that. They get a chance to come back in here, line that up, and prove it again. Okay, honestly. I liked it. Both of the. No, because both these teams. Just haven't stopped whining about the way their season ended. At least the Niners, there is an air of legitimacy, which is we were on our third-string quarterback. He got knocked out of the game. Then our fourth-string quarterback, he got knocked out of the game as well, and we were without a quarterback. But Philly complaining about guys complaining about an unfair (laughs) loss when they spent months Talking about the officials and the playing surface. It was slippery, though. And, and I mean, so, it, it was I, again, and to me, they're... And they backed up their words. The, I got to give them that. Who, Philly. Well, okay. I mean, I, I, I disagree, but that's fine. The Really? Yeah, I don't think that because I mean, it doesn't they, make up for the Super Bowl. Right. I'm just I mean, saying. They, because they, they beat the Chiefs in a one-score game, it, it, what, Brew? What's your confusion? What's your they confusion? They beat them. Yeah, I just stop it. They beat the Chiefs. Yeah, but I. But what does it matter if it was a one? No, score I'm game? saying I'm. It I, was in their house. I understand. I do, I oh, personally no. don't <laughs> think that that there's anything Philly could do short of beating the Chiefs in a Super Bowl well, that can make up for the Super Bowl. The Chiefs. I'm just saying they in. backed up their words that oh. that what that that the Super Bowl is about the playing service. No, they did not. They that, backed they up. They did you not. can't. You're right. You can't do it other than winning a Super Bowl. But they they talked all this trash and then they. Went to their house and backed it up. Okay, I. Th- that's now a, you're that's right. If another... they don't win the Super Bowl, it's not going to matter. But it, for right now, it matters. Okay, I, I disagree. But that's another discussion for another day. My point is that we now have two teams that both whined about the way their season lost. So I don't have a ton of. I guess, empathy, if you will, for Hassan Reddick saying ah, they cried too much, a lot of boo-hoos, when, while it wasn't Reddick, but a lot of his teammates were doing the same boo-hoos sure. about the Super Bowl. All right, well, Purdy is back. Is this a must-win for Brock Purdy? No, no. Um, look, Brock Purdy has proven he can win big games. I mean, he had, first playoff game, he beats Seattle, throws for 300-plus yards, three touchdowns. All right, this year against Dallas, huge game. Probably the biggest regular season game of his career. Yep. Four touchdowns, 300, Played almost, great. what, 250, something, 260 yards, something like that. Played great. Outplayed Dak Prescott. Jacksonville against, he's Mr. Irrelevant, against the number one pick, three touchdowns, 300 yards, 296, something like that. So he has proven he can play big against the big teams, the top teams. And there's no shame. If they lose, there's no shame in going into Philly and losing. 
All right, Patrick Mahomes just lost to the Eagles in Kansas City. All right, Dak Prescott. We've seen other great quarterbacks. Josh Allen quarter, just lost. Josh Allen lose yeah. in Philly to this team. So, look, I, right. he can't go out and have an absolute so clunker. That's the- he can be – like, he was pretty good on Thanksgiving Day. He was fine. He wasn't great. He wasn't bad. He can do that, but if he throws three picks, so there you no. go. it'll just bring out the, the haters so, again. Okay, so again, I don't know why you motion to me when you say the haters. I, well, because here, you're a hater I'm, number I'm one. Just, I'm just incredibly <laughs> consistent and fair to Brock Purdy, and your good Fair. friends, your good fr- we'll see where he is on Mahomes Mountain, but your good friends at, at, at Pro Football Focus <laughs> have him 13th. Steven Ruiz from The Ringer has him 18th amongst NFL quarterbacks. Like the what idea, is the pass rate? The, the idea that I, right, one. Okay. That, that, that's fine. Thank and if you. that would, if you, if, if you would like to have that be your level of analysis, we could have Deep Blue out here and they could tell us the rankings as well. But there's more to it than that. And I know you know that. My point is me having him outside, firmly outside of the top 10 is not uh, out of left field opinion. It is shared by many. Now you guys, you thinking he is, you know, a f- fringe MVP candidate, and you thinking you don't know what you think because well, you've gone back and 10. forth on oh, it. When he plays that's well, that's all fair. <laughs> but what Bruce said at the end is true. He, he must. It is a must not melt down. Because for the San Francisco 49ers, even the folks, even Brew, I think would agree with this. Aside from injury. The biggest question mark with them and are they going to win the Super Bowl is their quarterback. And that is not a stinging indictment of him. It can be read like that. But we look at the rest of the team and we say not a ton of question marks. So this could you can look at it that as like kind of the, you know, the poorest rich guy type of thing. Like sure. doesn't mean you're poor. I And so I, for Purdy, if he has a disastrous game or... If he has a fine game and then has a disastrous moment at the end, a la the losing streak, though either of those things would be a red siren moment for them. But the, them losing, or even them losing and him just, you know, playing mediocre, to me would not be, it does not move the needle in either direction. And now, to be fair, him, if he were to do what he was unable to do during the losing streak, if it is a nip-and-tuck game and he's been mediocre, call it, right. and then he leads them on a drive at the end, that would be a massive check mark in his column positively against yeah. this opponent in that building. Let me ask you this, Nick. Yeah. If he, let's say they beat him 30-17, to 17, and he mm-hmm. plays well, three touchdowns, yeah. 260 yards, whatever. Yeah. Would you be more impressed by that, or if he plays okay – but it's nip that and tuck. That with the second Really? Thing. And he yes. leads a game with his not, Even if it's just for a field goal. Yes. Yes. Because that is – I know that when the things are rolling for the Niners, Purdy can look as good as almost any quarterback in the league. Mm-hmm. I know that. I am of the belief that the Niners are – it is not going to be smooth sailing like that for them in the games for them that truly matter in the postseason and certainly if they were to get to the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl against the Chiefs. And so for those re- – or against Bruce You would Ravens. think this game and will so, be – No, this is a big spot. But I also – but you also know that I have real question marks about the back end of Philly. We've seen Wilds guy Sam Howell. We've seen almost everybody cut him up. See how he did that? What? Well, it's just true. Wilds guy Monday. Sam Howell. If Purdy leads the game – Winning drive, that's for Monday. That's They're back in. I told no, you. No, I just told you last that would week. The back end. I told you that would impress Gold's me. Carved I, up. Right. That's, I that's just exactly said that what would impress be. me. The game winning drive thing would impress me. I said that. Yeah, go Finally, ahead. odds to win the NFC. Uh, Philly's in number one. Then it's San Francisco. Then it's Dallas, Detroit. What's going on in the Lions? Uh, then it's Seattle. Kind Who's the better bet, Philly or San Francisco? Bro. Well, look, I, obviously I like both teams, but I'm going to stick with my pick, which is Philly. I think Philly is the best team in football. Now, they're not blowing anybody out, Mm -hmm. right? They've got two double-digit wins. They haven't won by more than 14 points against anybody, even a bunch of these tomato cans in here. All right, but I think if you're talking about them in San Francisco, as much as I like Brock Purdy, I like Jalen Hurts more. All right, Philly has proven that they're playoff tested. They they not they got to the Super Bowl and played well. They lost. You can play well and lose, and that's what they did in the Super Bowl, right? One hundred percent. And so I got to go with Philly. Um, Now look, Philly. The the here's the other thing. I don't know if you want to throw in Dallas. Well, that's what I was going to – I think these odds are skewed because I do not look at it as a two-team race, and these odds have it as a two-team race. In my opinion, 
four teams in the NFL have separated themselves. If we are being honest about where they're going to finish positionally in the standings, what we know about them, what we believe. And it's those three teams on your screen in Kansas City. Brew would probably include Baltimore in that group. I would not, but we can argue about the Ravens later. I don't I think the Cowboys being such substantial underdogs compared to Philly and San Francisco, which are damn near even odds, I think that's a skew. Now, if the answer to that is because right now they think Dallas is going to be on the road the entire postseason mm-hmm. because I they're a wild card, I, I, I buy that. But the flip side to that is I think Dallas's first playoff game is likely going to be far easier than whomever the Niners have to face, assuming Philly gets the one seed because Dallas is going to be taken on the winner of the NFC South. And so I just think Dallas is – it is hard to say they are as good as the Niners because head-to-head we haven't seen them beat them. But I think that Dallas's chances of beating Philly are better than the Niners' chances of beating Philly. And so it's kind of a circular thing. So I just think Dallas should be a hell of a lot closer. Dallas and Philly is tough. There's no doubt. That's a good game. But here's the thing, Nick. Last two years, Dallas has been a very good team, right? Both years. 5-0 at home this year, 3-3 on the road. 8-1 at home last year, 4-4 on the road. That's so and, that they aren't a great road team. And if you remember, Brew, before the year, and this is why, I, listen, I'm not gonna, I have no reason to change my pick of the Cowboys, mm-hmm. but if we were to right now, if it's like, hey, we never made picks, what's the smart money on? The smart money in the NFC would be on Philly because of their road to the one seed. And if you remember before the year, what I said was, I thought Dallas was going to finish with the best record in the NFC. Not only have the bye, but have the playoffs go through Dallas. Now, it's if... If Brew's right and San Francisco wins this week, then that actually opens the door up for Dallas once again If San Francisco, to getting the one seed because then Philly could lose to oh, Dallas. Yeah, you Philly understand? Loses, and right. so, But at, if Philly is the one seed, they deserve to be the favorites, but I think Dallas should be right there with San Francisco. The worst loss of LeBron's career. Next on FS1 and the Fox yeah. Sports Channel on Sirius XM. And unbreakable records, too. Two headlines from last night in Philly. Number one, LeBron suffered the worst loss of his career, 44 points. Number two, passed Kareem for most minutes played in league history, so congrats, kind of. We'll go one at a time and first the bad night for the night, 8 for 12, 18 points. Here he is post-game. What needs to change in order for that not to happen again? Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. Is there anything in particular? Not a lot. Okay. <laughs> right. Agree with LeBron that a lot needs to change, bro. Well, a lot does because they're an S and well, they're a LeBob team, there you go. Larry O'Brien or Bust. Yep. And right now, look, they're not a championship team. All right, I, I don't think I'm breaking any news nope, by saying that's okay. that. Okay. And if I, I look, I don't know what LeBron means by a lot, but if I were in his shoes and I were going to turn 39 years old in a month, all right. And I'm in my 21st year, and I'm, I'm destroying my minutes restriction, okay? And I look at guys that were in grade school when I was starting out in the NBA, and they aren't healthy. Cam Reddish, Gabe Vincent, Rui. I, I know sometimes injuries are random, and, and sometimes they're yeah, genetic. Vando hasn't been able to get on the court. Right, yet. but sometimes... It is, and I'm not necessarily saying any of these guys, but I'm saying the thoughts that would cross your mind. Sometimes it's, are they working as hard as Mm. they should be? Because we know why LeBron has been able to have this incredibly long career. Obviously, some some of it's genetics, but he works his tail off, Mm -hmm. all right? And if you're an older guy and you're looking at these young guys saying, man, if I could be in their shoes again, you know, so I think that might be running through his mind. But some of the stuff that needs to change, Nick, quickly – Fight, hustle, want to. How about also just starting the game off ready? They're just the worst first quarter team you're going to see. And they've showed a lot of fight. Oh, okay, this is is Kevin Wilds. But to me, (laughs) that can be some of it. I mean, when you come out, are you mentally ready for the game? And I said fight, want to, and hustle because they are dead last in the NBA in second chance points. Nine a game. And they are dead last in opponents' second chance points, 18 a game. 
And last so night, they're allowing the most. They're allowing the most second the chance points. They're getting the least. To me, that's hard. That's, so that's you got Anthony Davis and LeBron on the court. You got a big team. You should be yes. You should not yeah. be getting destroyed like LeBron, that. That's, so LeBron didn't have a rebound last night. You want 38-year-old LeBron crack, to get, well, he crashing the board? Yeah, I mean, he, the, I don't think LeBron – I'm not the, just, that's less just about putting LeBron. it on him, but I'm saying as a team, they should not be in that position. Right. And then here's the other thing. Yeah. This is just a skill. They're third from the bottom in three-point shooting. Okay, so you're talking roster construction, though. Well, I'm talking yes. these are the things that need to yeah, change. Because right yeah, now, if it takes that, so right now they're not a Lubob team. They're, well, they're still LeBron. Well, they they no, are no. in theory. No, no, no. Yeah. Hold on. Right, hold on. Can I, can I explain, please? They're an <laughs> is Tob team. A what is, is it? A what? <laughs> is Tob team. Is Tob in season tournament or bust? I mean, they have. <laughs> I mean, it looks like right now they're saving all their energy to row, win that thing in Vegas. I mean, they're 4-0. They're crushing <laughs> folks. They're one of only two teams to clinch a spot. It's like, here's the thing. They're great at home. They've been great in the in-season tournament games. Sure. They do much like an old guy in LeBron, like we hear about old players. I can give you great once, maybe twice a week, but I can't do it every night. The problem is LeBron's got an excuse for that, oldest player in the mm-hmm. league. The other guys don't have an excuse for that. And that's, listen, LeBron is, I know this is going to shock people, LeBron might want them to make some win-now moves here. LeBron, now they, the, I know that Zach Levine name came up, you know, a couple weeks ago. The Lakers can't get him until the earliest, December 15th, because that's when D'Lo's available. And if you wanted to include Rui in a trade, you got to wait till January 15th. But by December 15th, you can trade basically anyone you want other than Rui. By January 15th, trade anyone on the roster that you want, essentially. But they're going to make a move. Of course they're going to make a move. As long as LeBron – LeBron is holding up his – last night was a terrible loss, obviously. But, yeah. but LeBron is holding up his Absolutely. end of, I'm available, I'm still awesome. And any team – forget it's LeBron. If you have an aging, available, awesome superstar and the team is not – right now they are good enough to do exactly what they did last year. Get hot in the playoffs, At get best. to the conference finals, and lose to Denver. Yep. That is, and so the, I feel like we haven't talked about it much, but another team that is – Probably needs to make a move. Similar situation is Golden State. They have an aging, awesome player, mm. and the team's not good enough. So it's not unique to LeBron. Phoenix did it this summer. They have an aging, awesome player in Durant. They made a move. And so yeah, I think that the Lakers are going to make a significant move, but it's not going to happen they need to. at the moment. They, if they want to have any chance of winning the champion, yep. this team right now can't win the title. No. But if LeBron's playing at this level and you get eight, the good two months from AD in the playoffs – they could win a title if they get, if they add if the they right additional piece. Right. Yeah, their last ten games against Denver, Milwaukee, Boston, and Philly, zero for ten. Yeah, that's that's. I mean, those oh, are yeah. the, the, those are the, the four best teams, teams in the league. Uh, all right, second headline: LeBron passed Kareem for most minutes ever this league this year. He's averaging thirty three point six, which is good for a fortieth in the league, that's and the exact same as Giannis, who is twenty eight <laughs> years old. Uh, Nick, your reaction to LeBron breaking this record? I think LeBron's going to end up with two records that, like, our grandkids or look at the way we look at. Like, wait, Walter Matthewson had how many complete games? Like, that's impossible. Like, that's unbreakable. And I don't. So LeBron's just crossed 39,000 points. Mm-hmm. Just call it an even 40,000 is where he stops Is it Walter at. Johnson or Christy Matthewson? I don't know. <laughs> they were cousins. Sorry. Well, you're right. You're, you're right. I combined the I two guys. I remember watching them. But, all right. So for Giannis to get to 40,000 points, he would have to average 30 a game for the rest of the next 11 years and play 75 games a year. For Luka to get there, let's say Luka can average 35 a game. Mm-hmm. He'd have to play 75 games a year, never get hurt, and do it for 12 years. That's for the points. 35. 35 a game, 12 straight years, 75 games every year, no injuries. Yeah, maybe. Oh, 35 a game? Well, the, for a, for the a advent dozen of the three-pointer. Okay, but that's but – Well, that, the three-pointer will help. I don't the, think he's going to average 35. Nobody's going to have – so just a new player, if someone walked into the league and from their rookie year averaged 35 a night and played 75 games a year every single year – they would have to play 15 and a half seasons. That's a lot. So, but that's the point. The minutes thing is crazier. So he's now at 66,000 and change minutes. For context, 
If LeBron's at 66,000, how many minutes do you guys think Giannis has played? I'll just tell you, 26,000. So he's 40,000 behind. So if he played 11 more seasons playing 90 games a year, so, you know, because you get the postseason, mm-hmm. 40 minutes per game, he could do it. He averages how many minutes per game? 33. Right. A rookie would have to do this. Average 36 minutes per game, play 90 games every year, and do it for 20 years. That's a lot. It's never going to be broken. These records will never be broken. It's not a GOAT debate. It's none of this. Yeah. These records are unbreakable under the current context of the league. Unbreakable records. Well, look, LeBron's averaged 27 points a game for 21 years. All right? <laughs> and, and, and never, and never yeah. suffered a significant injury. Right, right. There are only six other guys that have ever averaged 27 points for their career. So not only do you – I mean, that's – and all, all of them – MB's the only one active. Yep. You got Jordan, Will, Elgin, Baylor, KD, yep. LeBron, and Jerry West. And you not only have to average 27, but do it for 21 years. Yeah. Now, do you look at somebody like – who knows what the future holds for Wimbanyama? But he's going to average 20 this year. Will guys play longer? This doesn't necessarily mean they will. Because here's who I compare LeBron to. I put him in a class with – Tom Brady and Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron at 39 years old hit 40 home runs yeah. and hit 301. Now, Barry Bonds did it, but we know yeah, sure. with the deal with Barry Bonds. But So Hank Aaron was still great as an old man, it, relatively speaking. Mm-hmm. Brady, same thing, and LeBron, same thing. That's who he's in the class with for the, for the for, for the minutes and the points, the reason that I just think these are unbreakable records is we have never seen, first of all, no, unless, until they change the rules, he's he came in younger than anyone's going right. to, yeah. or at least, and it's no one's ever going to come in much younger. No one's ever going to come, or no one has come in much better as a rookie, like instantly, and no one's ever been more durable. So it's like as durable, as long-lasting, and as good as you could be from Jump Street to where, like Giannis's stuff is kind of killed by the first two and a half years right. of his career. Yeah, what a great a player, yeah. So like I just. If if Luca played ninety games a year every single year and played forty minutes per game, it would take him fifteen years, more years, fifteen more years. It's just they're not breakable. You gotta records. run the numbers on Shingun though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was Chiefs offense? I mean, yes. Hubs. It was obviously broken. That's not really? what the question was it is. Broken? Pubs, yeah. Or was it this. just like something? It's like, oh, what's wrong with this? They oh, a little bit of their hands, West like Coast. drops. Let's check in on the Chiefs, who are in Green Bay on Sunday night. Last year, the Chiefs scored 30 or more points nine times. Remember that? How many times did they done it this year? Three. Okay, how many games they got left? Just enough. Well, you're behind. Okay. <laughs> One of which was the uh, last game against the Raiders. Here's an optimistic Chris Jones. Listen, man. Um, you know, over the years, man, the offense has been so good, right? We're so used to Pat Thorne scoring 30 points a game, Travis Adler having an 80 to 100 yards a game. And we've been so spoiled with that as a team, right? And it might not start it the way we wanted it to start it, right? But I, as this offense continue to play, they're going to continue to get better. Young guys are going to continue to step up. And we're going to get back in that rhythm of Pat scoring 30. Yeah, of course. That's real confidence. Yeah. When you see these teams that aren't good and they're like, we need to get better. No, that's real confidence. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, of, cor- and okay. of course they're right. And yeah. the, the big question people had was about the receivers. Brew, I think, said Mahomes should demand a trade or something. <laughs> Really no. dark. It was bad. Machine. I mean, they were doing them wrong. But uh, what if I were to tell you they have one of the best rookie wide receivers in the league? And, like, nobody's worried about Baltimore. Why? Because they have Zay Flowers. Uh, our guy's better. Really? No, he's not. Oh, sh- let's no, see the numbers. He's better. not. Oh, let's Zay see Flowers. the numbers. Greg, let's, let this happen. Let's well, he's got a oh, see the numbers. No, Greg, wait a second. Don't let this happen. Wait, don't wait. entertain this. Wait. Thank you. Wait a second. Okay, thank you. Hold on. I'm just curious, guys. Unbelievable. I'm just curious, guys. So, Five touchdowns to two, more yards per catch. Yes, Zay right now has him in total yards, but he's also played one he extra game. He also had a rushing total touchdown, yards, so make that three. Okay, so, so add that And he's to got it. Lamar Jackson and, throwing to him versus well, Patrick well, Mahomes. Well, well, oh, went, that seems like I a stinging that one. No, I mean, MVP, we all know Lamar's not as good of a passing quarterback. You know what? That wasn't good. If Kansas City had Zay, oh, exactly. 
So that's okay. Oh. So that's that. That to me is the fundament where we fundamentally disagree. And I think Zay Flowers is excellent. But I also have been telling you guys all year that I think Rasheed Rice is excellent. And going would you to trade? Agree. If, if, if the GM calls up. Um, would, would, I don't think either team would do the trade. I don't think either team would do the trade. I I I I don't think either team would do the trade. But the counterpoint is that's also as their the Chiefs num- at best number two option. Rasheed Rice, yep. and Zay now needs to be Baltimore's number one option. Okay, that's true. And so, yes, of course the offense is going to be fine. It was always going to be fine. I I, I believed, I think Greg believed, you never, you did not believe at all, Kevin Wilds. Uh, no, I and do believe. And had sim, semi-belief. Go ahead, Greg. Yeah, so for me, it's, this offense doesn't need to be fixed. Thank it you. It is what it is. Oh. As my friend Nick what? said even yesterday about the Buffalo Bills, we're through 12 games. They're through 11 games. They are who they are, oh, America. Oh, is that good like, enough? I, what, what I'm saying is their defense is now the reason why they've been in a lot of these games. Oh. Obviously, we know Patrick Mahomes. You give him a chance, he's going to slice you. He's going he's gonna to methodically move the ball down the field, and he's going to make you pay. That's all they have to be. Like that is, They don't need to score 30 points. They don't, they're not giving up 29 a game anymore. So for me, th- there's nothing wrong with the Kansas City Chiefs. They're just different. Like, we want them to be the same team that they've been in the past with Tyreek and obviously uh, Travis Kelsey and others just stepping up and just filling the void of whatever is needed to get it done. That's not who they are. That's not the team. Their team is predicated on Patrick Mahomes being excellent. Exactly right. And their defense now being excellent as well. We've not seen this version of the Kansas City Chiefs. That's a good analysis. That's cogent. All right? That's what I I said last week. I am not convinced it's Why would he say it's cogent? I said last week. No. no, He he just said it better for some reason. I'm not convinced it's fixed. It might be because Mahomes is so great. But yeah. they did the, the previous three weeks, Waz, nine points against Denver. Yeah, they were in a slump. 14 points against Miami. What? 19 points against Philadelphia. I mean, or was it 17? 17. 17. extra two. No, like one game against the Raiders does not convince me that their offense is fixed. Now, you might be right. Maybe they're going to win all the way to the Super Bowl winning 20 to 17 but you, or so, 20 to 14. Okay, if that happens, so let's, great. Let's set but I'm just saying, we, Rasheed Rice is not – he's got to be consistent. Yeah. I can't believe you said he's better than Zay Flowers. That, that's ridiculous. No, I, he he's got to be consistent, and if he's that guy, they should feature him more. But they went to him last they week. They should. Go yes. to him more. They, Why don't they, they will? I it's told you they were holding open was, tryouts at the wide receiver position. This week, one of the benefits they had – yeah, yeah, because he got a career eye in targets, and he earned the trust. And so I just, I, I will make the prediction that at the end of the year, Rasheed Rice will have more yards, more yards per catch, more touchdowns than Zay Flowers. He should. And everyone at the table will still think the other player's better. That's fine. Let's just watch and see what we've seen a dozen. You think the other team's quarterback is a legend, bro? You yeah, but he's Lamar. not Patrick Mahomes. I think, the, the, I think Patrick Mahomes is the best the, we've ever seen. Well, I, I agree. On that point, we agree. But I'm just curious. They have six games left. Mm-hmm. How many times do you think in the next six they go over 30? 30 or more? Well, they got a I'll light set it, I'll set it. I'll set it at four. We'll oh, see. I'll take the under. Yeah, I want to see. I'll, okay. take I'll take the I'll under. I'll take the under for a box of crumble cookies. Hey, I'm down. Make it two. <laughs> <laughs> Make it two. <laughs> that was, I'm down. <laughs> Give Mike, Mike next. Make it two. <laughs> Coming up in 11 short minutes. Ooh, it's getting chilly in here. We turned off the AC, which actually made it colder. <laughs> What are you talking about? We turned off the heat and the AC. Okay, we opened the windows. It's just getting smaller. Well, you got to stop drinking before the show. Well, the show will be even worse. <laughs> Cowboys host Gino and the Seahawks on Thursday night. Micah hosts his <clears throat> podcast every week. Here he is on his upcoming opponents. Bro? You're kind of like, man, I got to play these guys. like, And then I kind of got this, the Eagles. I got the Giants. I got Washington, who also I got to play twice a year. So it's kind of like you almost want to break of elite competition sometimes. Uh, and some people says, but I always been like, I want to play the best people always. I want to beat your best. I want to uh, dominate your best. That's kind of always been my mentality. I don't care who lines up. Okay. Okay, guys. Bro, what are we doing? What? It's elite competition. That, that's elite competition. <laughs> He, Micah. He said he wants a break from it. it, it your whole year's been a break from it. 
I mean, this look, the first month of the season, the Giants, tomato can. The Jets. All they do is embarrass great Arizona, who True. beat them, tomato can. New England, sorry, wild tomato can right there. All right, 12 <laughs> and 34, those four Where's teams. New England? Then. Okay. Where's New England? <laughs> right here, right. So you had your first month was a break from elite competition. Then you play somebody elite, San Francisco, and get hammered, okay? Then your next two weeks. Break from elite competition. The rank, the Chargers and the Rams, nine and thirteen they combined. Were, those All right. teams are uh, fine. Those it's not elite fine. competition, and no. and they're both the they're the Rams are right there, or is that the Chargers? That's the Rams. That's the Rams. Yeah, whatever. Chargers are not to me. All right, then they play somebody elite. And they lose to them, Philadelphia. Then your last three weeks, the Giants, Carolina, Washington combined nine and twenty-six. Divisional a games bunch are of hard. tomato cans. All right. So look, the 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 silly comments from the Cowboys come in bunches. Remember when when Jerry said months ago, take a bow. Yeah. Then Micah said, Cowboy Nation, get ready, we go into the Super Bowl, something like that. And now here we go again after Jerry says. He just uh, said he had a, a great Thanksgiving day. Thanksgiving game over win over Washington was as big as the three Super Bowls. Yeah. And now we got Micah saying they need a break from elite competition. Guess what? Ironically, they ain't getting no breaks. This is their schedule. Seattle, Philadelphia, Buffalo. That if they if they can still be alive, that's gonna be a tough game if Buffalo's alive. Miami and Detroit. But and then you got Washington. So their next five games are gonna be tough. We're gonna see what they're made of. When they hammer Seattle on Thursday night football, Mm -hmm. guess what's going to happen, Greg? You'll be here. Like San Francisco? Brew's going to come out, and we're going to have a new tomato can. And he's going to talk talk about Geno Smith turning into a pumpkin and how Seattle's (laughs) lost three in a row and how they're not that good. They're in the playoffs. I, Correct. Right. I will not, and the Rams, they, five, and the, the Rams are five and six, and they're on okay. here. And Seattle will not be And when they beat team. the Jets, they were one and zero oh and and hot. They had just nah. won a game and they embarrassed them. <laughs> no. That all happened. Stop. Nah. They played. They haven't beat a team with a winning record. When Nick. they played the well, they, the, they beat the Jets, who were one. No, oh no, no. Now the team that has a winning record. So that's what I'm asking you. So the the Rams retroactively become a good win. Or are you going to be like, well, when they beat them? Yes. So if the when they beat them, the thing is this: Micah said actually what I thought Brew would want him to say, which is, yeah, I personally would love to play great teams every week, but because it's Micah and the Cowboys, you guys are killing him. Like Jerry Jones was not saying the win was as big as the Super Bowls. He said haven't had a better day, meaning it's, it's we had 40 million people watching. It's Thanksgiving, and in every phase of the game, we dominated our divisional was opponent. was Bowl. a great day. If you're sitting there on Sunday watching TV and the Chiefs look great, yeah, mm-hmm. and you say, you know what, honey, to, to your beautiful wife, Daniel, yep. I haven't had a better day than this yep. ever. And I'm including the marriage, the I'm birth of the child, <laughs> yeah. everything. I mean, hey. is she going to take it like, oh, Nick's just having He's fun. just saying he's having a great day. Right. He's no, I mean, the Chiefs' first Super Bowl win was the best day of my life. <laughs> I got three kids. I'm happily married. That was the single best day of my life, hands down. Out there. It's not even you close. deal with that later. It's not even well, close. I'm not going to let you ride Micah, bro. Okay. I'm not going to let you I ride. like Micah. I, you, yeah, I know you like Micah, but you don't really listen to it. Everything that he's Thank saying. Thank you, Greg. Because if you were, if you really listen to the podcast, which I know you listen to, uh, he was talking about Trevor Lawrence in response to Trevor Lawrence and what Trevor Lawrence said about C.J. Stroud and the Texans, and he was talking about how he made the comment about wishing the teams in his division stay weak. Terrible. He then went on and said the comments. It was hard to understand. Exactly it was kind of hard saying. to understand. Yeah, I can under- You're a little open, up there in age, so you probably, <laughs> no, no, no. you probably didn't hear it all the way you needed to. But I'm here to break it down for uh, yeah. you. That's what he was talking about. Now, as, in, as, a, as a competitor, we heard what he said and what he wanted. You just alluded to it. He wants all the smoke every single week. Mm-hmm. That's period. No, and we understand well, that they're about to get it. He said, like, oh, we got Washington, we got the Giants. You can't control those things. And to Nick's point, like, they played the Jets week two. We all immediately. Right after Aaron Rodgers got hurt. The Jets hurt. were not good. Right? The, the Jets were never good. Stop. That was a tough win? No, I'm not saying it was a tough win. 
But if Aaron Rodgers didn't get hurt, we would have been oh, giving yeah. them all kind of credit. But oh, the yeah, fact that the Jets were 1-0 and they still found a way to beat the Bills, we're not saying, oh, the Bills won. They lost to a 1-0 team. They lost to a team that, you know, no, was excited about Aaron Rodgers and, and Zach Wilson came in and he, he, he piggybacked off the, it, the momentum that Aaron Rodgers came in and with. And as Alex Smith pointed out so eloquently the other day on another network, but former great chief, I give him credit for it, the, the greatest dynasty in football history yes, he did. was built on the, the corpses of divisional tomato well, cans, right? It. But, no, well, exactly but, but right. Hold on. What? You, no, wait, you wait. Own what do you, you want it. them to do about it? If what? Dallas runs to the Super Bowl like those Patriots teams did, yeah. then fine. Sure. Right? The, then, then God bless them. Okay. All right, all right, fair That's enough. That's the difference. The, 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 the Patriots proved it in the playoffs. But in the, right, year. but they're, you're, you're saying, in my opinion, that they can't validate what they're doing until and unless the postseason, which I understand. But in the meantime, what do you want them to do? I want them to beat a team with a winning record. Okay, How two about weeks that? against Philly. We're no in week 13. But they've Thursday. only they have Thursday. yet to beat a team Thursday. with a winning record. Thursday. Thursday. Thursday, yeah. Thursday. 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 Thursday, they do When it. they do that, I'll But then once surprise. they do it, Seattle this is doesn't have a winning tough. record anymore. Well, That's the, the problem. The, the, the question is, is that on me? That's the problem. Philadelphia after that. They can impress me. I like y'all, Cowboys. It's tough love. You know I'm old school. Had they lost to the Rams, the Rams would have a winning record, but they still wouldn't have a win over a team with a winning record. Well, it's Tuesday at 4 o'clock, which means it's time for the best and most serious quarterback ranking in all of sports. Briefly, there was a tomato can fest in Dallas, a just miss in Philly, and yes, two more interceptions in New York from Mac Jones. But alas, we trudge onward to discover who's climbing Who's crawling and who's falling as we ascend? Mom's <laughs> now. Thank you, as always, Kevin Wilds, for putting so much effort into these great introductions. I mean, that's. I don't know if they're great. They're something. No, they are something. All right, off the mountain. Listen, it. I got to be honest with you. It's hard to see how any of these guys make it back on the mountain. I don't. I don't see a path for some like. They've never oh. been on it like Jake Browning for Mac Jones. It's a shame they ever once were on it. <laughs> for Tim Boyle, he he didn't even know there was a mountain. He's just hanging out. <laughs> All right, bottom row, Kenny Pickett. Shout out to you, uh. buddy. Maybe it was all Matt Canada's fault. Also, maybe get your wide receivers to stop openly revolting against the team. George Pickens one week, Deontay Johnson this past week. But Kenny Pickett gets on the mountain. Wilds' guy, Sam Howell, about to join Wilds' other guy, Mac Jones, off the mountain entirely. Passing yards be damned. The guy just can't stop turning the ball over. Yeah, you told him not to no throw the ball, Deron Bland. He, didn't, he couldn't stop himself. <laughs> Level six, three of my favorite guys slip. But the mountain is fair. The mountain plays no favorites. Gino. Baker and Josh Dobbs. Oh, man, did mm. midnight come pretty fast on Josh Dobbs last night. <laughs> yes. Gino had a rough night. Baker suffered what looked like a gruesome ankle injury early on, but as Baker often does, fights through broken bone, shattered limb to try to fight his team back. Shattered but they limb. lost. Jordan Love almost moved up the mountain. Justin Fields showed a couple flashes when he wasn't throwing wide receiver screens. <coughs> and Aiden O'Connell, I got to tell you, Little flashes. A few moments for Aiden O'Connell in the beginning of that Raiders game. All right, level five. Oh, goodness. I'm old enough to remember, uh, you know, a Riley Kevin Wilds turning me. What more do you want from Jared Goff? You're just going to make fun of his hands. What more do you want from Jared Goff? And I said, uh, for him to show that he can handle pressure, not like metaphysical pressure, but actual pass rush at all. And two straight weeks, he got pass rushed. He had six turnovers. His tiny hands kept dropping the wall on Thanksgiving like they were covered in turkey grease. He drops down the mountain. Matt Stafford moves up the mountain healthy. And Kyler, even in a loss, I just looked at it and I said, you know what? Study habits be damned. That's right. I, he's a top 15 guy. And so he moves up sure. on the mountain. Now to level four. All right, let me explain the Caleb Williams thing for a moment because he didn't even play this week, which I think was a good moment for everyone to stop hyperventilating about his relationship with his mother, the bad USC defense, and whether or not he shouldn't go number one in this draft class. And remind you of this, a year ago, we can show it to you, Caleb Williams had one of the greatest college football seasons ever. This year, 
He had 90% of that year, and everyone's down on him. The touchdowns were down a touch. The passer rating's the same. The yards per pass is up. The yards per game down a bit. The completion percentage up. The generational prospect he was a year ago, he is still today. And if we go back to the mountain, unequivocally, there is nobody on the levels beneath him that you would even consider rather having. And I don't think there's anyone on the level with him you'd rather have moving forward. We can discuss that another day. Wow. Level three. These guys are all superstars. It goes without saying. They are all either MVPs in Lamar's case or future MVPs in the AFC South case. The Prince with six total touchdowns, averaging 315 yards per game the last few weeks. C.J. Stroud has two of the best passes of the year that didn't count. The touchdown a few weeks ago off the broken play in the end zone and a 68-yard in-the-air dot to Tank Dell that got uh, called off because illegal motion. By illegal motion, they mean only Terry <coughs> Hill's allowed to do that motion. I've been seeing him do it all year. Yeah. the craziest thing. <laughs> All right, level two, MVP candidates. Probably in a lot of circles, the top two MVP candidates. Dak continues to ascend with great play. Jalen continues to maintain with clutch play, even if the overall game isn't great. And then atop the mountain, it goes without saying, the king himself once again sees his team needs him. Mm -hmm. And comes through, as he nearly always does, another brilliant game by the best quarterback we have ever seen and the namesake of the mountain, one Patrick Mahomes. Greg Jennings, your thoughts on the mountain, my friend? Uh, I like a lot of what you did there with the Thank mountain. You. <clears throat> the one guy, and I'm, I, you know, I'm going to get some, some pushback. But that guy, C.J. Stroud, is forget the mountain and what the order of the mountain is. He's simply the second best quarterback in the game. Wow. Yeah, that's just, and wow. he would be wow. third if Joe Burrow were healthy. Okay. Wow. CJ Stroud, I know we're, we're I seeing, like it. We're, our eyes are a little foggy because he lost to the Prince, but he outperformed the Prince. We're close. not going to talk about pretty close. He outperformed the pretty Prince. Close. I mean, 304. They don't think that. Two touchdowns, a rushing touchdown. Prince had 326. 364. One touchdown, one interception. But he drove his team down, just missed a field goal, going overtime, and then we'll see what happens. But when I look at where he started, off the mountain, rookie, with the worst situation, one of the worst situations in all of football, all he's done is continue to build a resume in a case that lets me to believe he's one of the best. And the only guy that's been doing it better and because of the resume that he has before even this season and the resume that he's putting together this season is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, like, C.J. Stroud mm. is a – he is that guy. And he's the second-best quarterback in all of football. I know we're wow. in love with what Dak has done. I'm not discrediting it. Dak is having the MVP caliber year. So is Jalen Hurts. But I would take C.J. Stroud right now mm. above any other quarterback outside and not named Patrick Mahomes. Wow. Listen, that is an incredibly compelling case. I do think he has a very strong argument that if everyone were a free agent but their contracts stuck with them, that he would be the second quarterback taken. That it would be yeah. Mahomes, people would he's deal with the contract, but then Stroud, because he's on a rookie deal, Trevor's on a rookie deal, but he's almost done with the rookie mm -hmm. deal. I also think if you remove contracts from it, his, you, I am big on wow plays as long oh as you don't goodness. have as many wow plays as yikes plays. Yep. Like, and so Josh Allen has as many wow <laughs> plays as anyone, mm -hmm. but then also as many Correct. yikes plays as anyone. CJ had. The one game that they won anyway, where he had the three, like almost back-to-back-to-back interceptions. Aside from that, he is making nine out of ten degree of difficulty throws yep. and taking care of the ball. So, I, listen, I don't have – I'm not going to have a lot of beef with what you said there. I don't know if I'm quite ready to say he's the second-best quarterback in football, but I talked about this morning on very popular What's Right with Nick Wright that one day that somebody asked could he overtake Trevor in the AFC South. You guys know how much I love Trevor. Absolutely good. Could. Like that is like a field goal away, it, like four inches. He away. may have no, already that done again, that. Again, that is the, that is a quarterback win. Yeah, as but then you win to, the game, and then it's like, well, I just beat you head to head. Okay, twice. okay. So, so you're convinced Trevor's better than CJ because he beat him this week, even though CJ beat him the week before. But you're just, uh, you're just locked up in a logical fallacy wrapped in a riddle. Go been. ahead. Okay, CJ Stroud, good take, Greg. I, like, I'm with Nick. I don't know if I'm ready to go second best, but I am ready to go that he's not the AFC South quarterback I got an issue with. He's not the one I got to motivate weekly. All right, that's the prince. And I'm motivating with tough love, Nick. So I'm dropping it. I'm switching him and Josh Allen. What? All right, the prince Josh goes Allen. down the level. 
Josh Allen still leads the NFL in touchdowns with 33. That's a lot. And fired off right, the coordinator. Because I used to be a record, uh, reporter, and you had to develop <laughs> sources. I got some sources on the committee. Oh, All right, here we you go. go. And there's no committee. For this. It was, it's it's you say that. There's a, there's a shadow. <laughs> there's a shadow <laughs> committee. All right. So and they have told me why you deny it. They have said from left to right means something. That you know, Nick likes it. Oh, the level is the level. All right. The, the Prince Stroud, Lamar, you can throw him in there however you want. No. My sources say that the one on the left means you're better. So I am moving Lamar over to where the Prince should be. All right, and here's the deal. All right, Lamar Jackson, Nick, you like to disparage him. He has he has Trevor beat in completion percentage this year, yeah, yards per attempt this yeah. year, touchdown. He actually has more touchdown passes than Trevor Lawrence, even though he throws it six times, many? six fewer times. One, but he throws it. He throws six fewer passes a game. No, he's also and he has one more fewer game. interceptions. All right, so Trevor's got 12 touchdowns, seven picks. Uh, Lamar has 13 touchdowns, five picks. He's got a higher passer rating. He's got more rushing yards per game and more rush TDs. Only thing Trevor has over him are yards per game, and that's not that much of a difference. And he throws it a lot more than Lamar. So Lamar is better than Trevor at this point. Okay. Trevor maybe one day will be a star. He ain't okay. that yet. All right, you're, sure. you're so asking me to drop Trevor Lawrence after a game. He had three, 380 yards of total well, offense, know, two touchdowns. You're asking me to do that. He had one running, one passing touchdown and one pick. I know, I know and you if are it, not. If it's about yards, wait, then let's put Sam Howell at the top of the Wait, break. no, it's about, it's also take care of the football. But I know you're not all of a sudden in an argument for Lamar Jackson going to say Trevor didn't have two touchdowns because only one was throwing. When all year long, when it comes to Jalen and uh, Lamar, I've heard about the rushing touchdowns. Yeah. That's first of all. Second of all, you guys told me yesterday that you were not that impressed by Josh Allen's performance because he lost. Now you I want to move that. him up in a loss and move Ooh, Trevor yeah. down in a win. Once again, we didn't Greg, say this is the You're burden. You're words in my this mouth. This is the burden. Well, you said that you thought Jalen was better than Josh Allen. That's not saying Josh not being Mr. Consistency yeah. is sometimes this side of the table gets so confused over the things they've argued, they're arguing against themselves. Not and me. also, lastly, the mountain, much like the tears, the rich are not left to right. Oh, no. They are that. top to bottom. We have you, international you viewers who read right to left. You we got have, some leaks. There's, there's no, there's no there's leaks. You got some leaks on this. Yeah. It's the no, shadow. It's the franchise. Shadow. Okay, so I, I worked long and hard at this. And some backstory here. Mm hmm. I said, I want to move Purdy up on the mountain. And everybody ah, starts yelling at me. I took the, my earpiece out. My ear was bleeding like that meme. I said, shut up. Is that what you said? I put it on mute. Oh, on the call this morning? Yep. Oh, okay. I put it on mute. I said, shut up. I heard you say shut up, but I thought you were talking to your chauffeur. <laughs> I, said, I, I had no idea. Here's what I came up with. Oh. Purdy puts the W's in wow factor. You like that? Because they're like, well, I don't, I don't care what he's doing. Show me some wow plays. Okay, here's a wow play from the fourth quarter. According to Kyle Shanahan, I couldn't believe he was throwing it. We're all holding our breath as soon as he lets it go wow. to Brandon Ayuk. And is guess wow. what? It's sick play. You know what Brandon Ayuk reminds me of? Coming out of college. Hmm, Greg Jennings. So, Greg, come on my side. All of a sudden, <laughs> looks like Aaron Rodgers out there. Uh, and then I went through his numbers. So, anybody wants to talk about numbers? They're like, well, he's number two in this, and he's number four in this. You know why? Because the shadow figure lurking all around is Brock Purdy. Number one completion percentage. Number one yards gained per completion. Number one air yards per attempt. TD percentage, number two. Russ is number one. Russ out there balling. I thought he was yeah, he Russ. Is. So who would I want to replace him with? Justin Herbert. Why is Justin Herbert better than Brock Purdy? Because, because we of, have eye. Oh, eye test now? You're an eye test guy? I'm an every, you just You're said the brew, it's a rich tapestry. You're an eye test guy. Listen, one guy's four and seven, one guy's eight. No, that is the team. It's Purdy has that 45 more yards on 100 fewer attempts. Wow. Yes. Thank you. Wow. That's great. And I test wise. And the Niners. I look at the scoreboard. I said, woo, that, that guy okay. won. 
All right, Mike, Marie, you, you are asking to Good move job, Brock Purdy wow. up in a game. He had a pick six that they had total control of. He threw 200 First yards, and he had an 80 passer rating. The, the only reason you're arguing to move him – now, he had – what I agree with you. That throw to Ayuk was great. Yeah, wow. And he had, he had one wow and one yikes in that game they had total control of. Like, the reason we on the call tried to get you not to do this was this was one of his worst games of the year, and you're arguing – Even then, it was pretty there. good. It was not. Was he threw it? 200 it yards and had a pick six. That's it's not pretty good, bro. And any But you want to see him have a pick six so he can battle is not, back. Is not Trevor he should start the game, game with a pick six a and then dig And you guys killed him. Yeah, I'm trying to motivate him. Five wins in a row. Packers, Chiefs, Bills, Vikings, who some people had going to the Super Bowl, Browns. Denver's rolling, as Greg Jennings predicted. They've got the Texans up next. Let's take a listen to Russ. I've never doubted. You know, I've never doubted in our football team and where we could go. I think the biggest thing is, is just understanding that we, we've lost some close games, um, you know, and we've lost some tough games early. But I think that helps you prepare to understand that, hey, it's a long journey. Um, we've got a lot more ahead of us, a lot more football, a lot more great teams ahead of us. So we, we just got to stay focused on us. But I think the, the biggest thing that I think Broncos country is feeling, us as players, organizationally, inside that building, and most importantly inside that locker room, is a relentless belief in each other. That was, how, that was like a soft rollout. What? Broncos country. Let's ride. Yeah. 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 You picked yeah. it. I like it. that. Broncos. Greg, are the Broncos playoff bound? Look, I, you guys know how I feel about this team, you... I don't know, because ah! I thought you abandoned them. Yeah, you them. abandoned them, sure. like, I'm with not the quickness, sure. man. So, let, you got to restate me, let, it. Please, I have the floor. Oh, sorry. <laughs> please. I, I don't want to toot my own horn. Mm -mm. That's good, smart. I, I, I told you what would happen with them, with the Chiefs. Call that right happened. about that. And when we look at the Broncos, let's just take a look at these... Their numbers. Yeah. If we can just look at it. This is what... Oh, that's Guys, look, this isn't... I, I know... That's well, let's just read me. this. What is this? Is this from Nick? <laughs> Cardinals, Bears, Broncos. What do those five teams have in common? Yeah. Five teams with the lowest current odds to make. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's what? Yeah. I stand okay. by that okay. tweet. Okay. Oh, okay. It's that's, that's the wrong one. That's the wrong yeah. one. Yeah. So we had, give I, me, give me my. Uh oh. Another wrong one, yeah. but I'll read it anyway. Oh. <laughs> Again from Nick. Broncos fans said I should be nervous. Yeah. When they got Russ, I wasn't. Yeah. Well, are you, I mean, they, they, they yeah. He gave I Patrick Mahomes. His, he gave Patrick Mahomes his first loss in the Broncos. Yeah, that's fine. Broncos. Okay, let's let's get to my okay. let's get okay. to my room. I didn't know this was pretty good though. Oh. oh, and we got Wilds over here. Oh. Look at this, all AFC. Let's go all the way down oh, to Broncos, your favorite shopping site. Yeah, what are we doing? Money this is this is <laughs> this is okay. All joking aside, all joking aside, when you look at the Broncos in their season, it's been the tale of two seasons. Week one through six, you see the numbers. They were horrendous, terrible. Obviously, we know they gave up the 70 points yeah. against the Dolphins. Week seven through 12, they have changed and changed their identity. More importantly, they have all bought in. We see the relationship between. Uh, Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, it had to happen. If these two couldn't figure it out, I don't think this, this change happens. The defense, everybody was yelling, well, should they, should they fire Vance Joseph? Yeah. No, just give them time. Let's get pluck some of these weeds out and find the guys who really want to get done what we're trying to lay out. I like that That's thing. what has happened with the Broncos. It's not rocket science. So when you ask me the question, am I betting that they make the playoffs? They got uh, rid of superstar yeah. players and got better. Wilds, you can't like the take. I love that take. You 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 were tweeting again that day a shopping mall. I was wrong though. All right. Next thing you know, see, Greg's right. I, I you know what? like the take because whose tweet wasn't up there. But you, you don't see a tweet. tweet. All you tweet is a take. See yeah. tweet All you group. tweet is the odd couple. I've been with All the Broncos quietly. All you tweet is quietly. why you're coming up on the odd couple. I've been with them. I've been with the Broncos quietly. Very quiet. Now I'm gonna say this to you, Greg. I am gonna say this to you. At this point. They're not if they don't, it. if they don't make the playoffs, and Nick, I see how you feel about this. It's a failure Probably. at this point. True. No, hold on. Because look, we thought going into the season that they'd be in the hunt, right? And you got three teams that we all thought were certain playoff teams, at least two: Cincinnati and Buffalo, and now the Jets. Out. So you got three spots we didn't expect you to have, and here's their schedule: Houston, Loss. 
Well, it's a, it's a, it could, it's a team. Underdogs Hold on. In the next I'm, what I'm saying, though, Nick, is if you're Denver and you have designs on making the playoffs, you got to yeah, beat Houston. Right. The Chargers. They're going to lose. You should be. You, that's the team you, you should be able to say they're going to lose. Now, Detroit, maybe game. you lose to Detroit, okay? The Patriots, obviously, you win. Yeah. Chargers again. Yeah. And the Raiders. The teams they're playing, a lot of them are the ones yeah. they're battling against. Yeah. So, I'm saying they control yeah. their own destiny. Of course they control and their own destiny. And if they don't get in, it's a failure. Yeah, but they're not going to get it. Listen, this is where the Broncos, the best thing they ever did was be so awful before the or at the beginning of the year that now them – being slightly worse than anticipated before the season is going to be considered a success. Their preseason projected win total was eight and a half, and that is exactly where they're going to land. Mm. They're going to be either eight and nine or nine and eight. They are underdogs in their next three games. They, they literally underdogs in their next three games, and they're. I think they're the rest of the way. If they're lucky, they go three and three. They probably go two and four. And they're going to wow. miss, but it looks they good because good they pulled. Teams, the, yes, and but the thing that Greg's thing—they had a terrible start. Now they're hot, and now they have three straight road games against the Chargers. Are out of it, but against teams that are still technically alive. The and the Texans, it's that huge. Win for it. I, Yesterday, I listened to you talk to me again about the Bills, and they they telling us who they are. The Broncos have won five yep. straight games. They're yep. telling Tell us who they Tell are. And they're six and five. On they're going to keep. Okay, going. they're not going to keep forcing three terms again. Let's just talk about. You're lucky they don't have the Chiefs. Cogent analysis and friendly banter? Five days a week? How much does that cost? $100? Nope. $20 payable to my Venmo. That's it for the whole year. Uh, medals time. Oh, no, not medals time. It's time in 20. How long do you think it is? 23? 22 and a half hours. You guys are so dumb. Nick's years. 23 hours and 33 minutes. Well, some people watch it on DVR, Smarty Pants. <laughs> Metal time. 22. Wizards against the Pistons. Jordan Poole trying to make, is he trying to make Shaq? Who knows what he's trying to do. Shaq in a pool, they're calling it. It's just getting worse. That's good. All right, bronze medal. Kuz gets one for getting a win despite playing with Jordan Poole. 32, 12, and 8. I mean, the Wizards-Pistons, that game was watched by dozens across the greater Detroit area. <laughs> Silver medal, Joel Embiid, who, did he turn into an elite passer over the summer? His assist oh, numbers man, are bananas this year, 30-11-11, and 11, and then a gold. Reggie Jackson, as the Nuggets, without Joker, without Jamal, without their stars, Beat the hopeless and hapless L.A. Bad, Clippers. Bad, bad, Jim, Reggie with the 35 points, he gets the gold medal. There's a medal stamp. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre <laughs> Jordan out on? there. I'm like, good for him. Guys. Yeah. Uh, Bears now 4-8 and eight after a 12-10 win over the, the Vikings. Justin Fields is out here making moves, Chicago. You guys should feel confident if you're a Bears fan <laughs> that you've got the QB of the future. Just needs a little patience. <laughs> That's what I always say. Here's the draft order. It's the Bears from Carolina. Then the Cardinals, who have Kyler. He looks good. He moved up the mountain. Then the Patriots. Probably pick a QB. Bears commanders. Uh, so, Nick, should the Bears obviously stick with Justin Fields? No. I be, Listen, whoever has the number one pick is obligated to draft Caleb. The Bears could be in good shape, though. You can draft Caleb at one. I think you'd probably get a good second rounder for Fields. And you might be able to flip that number four pick for later draft picks and other stuff to really supplement the team. But they have to draft. What Caleb about taking more. Marvin Harrison Jr.? If he's there at four, a hundred percent. But I think he goes three. I would definitely. You need to take Caleb, even if we don't know what it'll be. We think it'll be great. But get off, get him on the rookie scale.